Let's sit. Let's learn. Let's evolve. Let's talk. No more whispering in our minds. Today is Let's Talk Arts with your host, Rachel Sara. Today I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands on which we are broadcasting, pay my respects to elders past and present, and extend that welcome to all mob who are listening. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Black Arts. Every week I'm joined by incredible guests, incredible creatives. Now, last year we were joined by Tori J. Morty and in that interview I figured out that not only was she talented but her beautiful mother is also talented. We have Tori on the show today and... I think I manifested it, but we also have her beautiful mother. To prove that I manifested it, let's just play this little clip from last year. So on that note, but a little bit different, where was it that you discovered that you were creative? Because I'm hearing a lot of connection to your elders and your family and a little birdie by the name of TJ did tell me that your mother is very creative as well. (laughs) So is that kind of um, where you sort of fell in love with being a creative? Yeah, absolutely. I always say I came out of the womb with a pencil in my hand. Like it was like... <laughs> that kind of sounds a bit painful, <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> my poor mom. <laughs> but no, it was, it was something I always did. Like I can't even remember when I wasn't like drawing or creating art and that. And my parents definitely noticed it in me very early on and were nice enough to encourage this lifestyle and career choice I've made. And right from the beginning, like embraced it and were just like, yeah. I could see her doing this. Like she's 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 aight and she's doing aight. <laughs> We've got a child prodigy. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they treat it like that. Like they always pull out this old like like painting I did in like prep, and it was like it looks like a clown with like its hands out or something, but real stick figure like. But they were like amazed by it because they're just like, oh my god, she drew the clown with five fingers, like. None of the other kids are doing that. Like she's, she's she knows anatomy. <laughs> she's she's getting on it. Like she's <laughs> so they they embraced it early on and could see that this was all I really wanted to do for the rest of my life and that and and exactly like my mom. So she's also an artist. She's recently retired and she's now attempting to work as a full time artist. Which I love that. Yes, she was just at the um, Cairns uh, Festival recently too, selling stuff, and she earned ten thousand dollars from it. I think for the <gasps> first time, first time ever marketing and trying to sell her stuff. Yeah, I was so. TJ proud. sent me some photos, and yeah. I was like, "Stuff, Tori! I want her <laughs> mum on this show." <laughs> She could talk your ear off, like she'd be cute on here. <laughs> well, producer Anna, we need to make yeah, a little note yeah. of that. <laughs> so I think you heard it there first, but I manifested Tori and her mum to both come on this show. So we are joined today by Tori J. Morty and also her beautiful mum, Jessie Morty. How are you both? Hi, I'm good. How are you, mum? Good, good. <laughs> now, we start every episode with the same question. Tori, you're probably probably remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jesse, we start every show with who your mob is and where you grew up. I grew up, uh, well, born in, grew up on Thursday Island. Um, I've always been sort of um, interested in art, 
because um, um, a couple of my cousins were really good drawers and I used to sort of look at how they drew uh, actually people, portraits. And yeah. it's so, it's brilliant. I couldn't do that. But um, yeah, so when I've started out, I, I've sort of just gone more into, I think, um, animals more than yeah, our totems. Yeah. And that's that's what's yeah, got me pulled in in that direction to represent yeah, who I am and where I'm from. Yeah. That's beautiful. And Tori, I assume you have the same mob. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely the same mob. Um, I was also born up on Thursday Island, but I spent majority of my childhood growing up in Harvey Bay and then eventually came here to Minjin, Brisbane to study and then eventually just live and stay and work. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. And so the reason why I wanted to get both of you on this show is you've got an upcoming exhibition with Aboriginal Art Co. Mm-hmm. And it is about mother-daughter relationships. Now, Jessie, you must be so proud of your wonderful daughter and all that she's achieved. Oh, um, uh, yeah, both, uh, yeah, her father, yeah, Clive and I are very, very proud of her. Yeah. Um, what she's um, done and how and, and everything that she's achieved because she was quite a... Uh, Annoying quiet child. Um, <laughs> not, what do you call not, not a quiet child, more sort of um, not, not an outgoing child. She, she prefers to be on her own and sort of doing things. And um, yeah, it was very shy, especially would not be in a crowd to sort of perform or anything. But uh, but she bowled us over when we went to a concert uh, and we thought, uh, saw her dancing and yeah. And singing and performing, and we're saying, "Who is that child? Is that Tori <laughs> Jane?" Because she'd usually be opposite end, but she is just, yeah, I don't, yeah, she's she's done brilliantly. I mean, what she's achieved, and uh, yeah, look how far she's come. Um, I'm so proud of her. Yeah. That is so beautiful. For both me and your father and I. Yeah, <laughs> that you. is news to me because the Tory <laughs> that I know is a Tory that's on Instagram dancing constantly. <laughs> She's outgoing and bubbly and just like endearing in so many ways. Tori, what do you reckon like has changed? I don't know what it was. I think there was just a distinct moment in high school where I started getting into dance and drama as like subjects and mm. That essentially pushed me into a situation where I was finally surrounded by people who had similar interests, who were super nice and encouraging and just a good environment for me to finally just like break out my shell and be more comfortable and be around people who are very much alike, like me. So I think that was like the biggest turning point was in high school, picking up drama and dance and just being this like big character on stage Mm. and that and trying to consistently keep that in my life growing up and that but I still have my quiet moments (laughs) I can be a shy gal (laughs) a woman of mystery (laughs) (laughs) I love that and and so Jesse obviously you mentioned earlier that you know portraits aren't very much your thing I would argue that portraits are very much Tori's thing but you're more along the lines of um, animals and I've seen some beautiful paintings you've done of turtles and and different animals what do you think it was that kind of drew you to that 
style of art? Oh, our stories. Um, I've always loved the the mystery, the mythical side of uh, our stories and looking up to the stars and, oh, I just love anything sort of outer space, Mm. anything to do with the speed, the colours, and um, and I think that's what um, I was sort of drawn to and uh, and I want to portray my totem as being mythical. You know, Mm. there's something mystery about them. They're like part of our story. Mm. And, uh, yeah, and part of our ancestors who have existed before us. And, uh, yeah, and they kind of see our identity down and sort of, uh, yeah, that's where I kind of connect. But um, just to, yeah, going in that direction. Yeah. uh, The other um, person that inspired me was uh, Uncle Sigar Pasti. So it's brilliant what he's done. I mean, self-taught watercolor artist and, I used to love looking through um, the myths and legends of the Torres Strait and, and see sort of what he's done, his illustrations. Mm. So it's, it's just gorgeous what he's done in that. Yeah, I'm very, very inspired by that. Yeah. I find that yeah. so interesting because there's a beautiful link between the work that you're doing yourself and then also I guess some of the themes that come up in your work as well, Tori. Yeah. And we did mention it last year, but you do paint these figures and draw these figures that have a bit of mystery to them, Mm. are legends in their own rights. What does it mean to kind of bring both of your ways of storytelling together for this exhibition at Aboriginal Art Co? I think it's really nice because it's definitely something that we haven't really explored together, but it's nice because I know this is something that mum has always wanted to do. She's always said she wanted to do any exhibitions with all of us kids, like in any creative kind of outlet that we do. So it's nice that we're making it come to life now. And it seemed kind of perfect when they reached out to do an exhibition with us because I believe in the next couple of months, they've got quite a few events that are going to be happening there that are featured around mums and bubs. And they were like, let's get a real mum and bub in the gallery space. So that was really thoughtful and really nice for them to include us. But yeah, I think it's really special, like especially because we both create in such different ways and different Mm. styles and that, but they do overarch in the same types of connection where it's like us branching back to our cultural heritage or creating these kind of very mystical, scenic kind of characters and Mm. that and very much like exploring these other spiritual types of avenues and that, Mm. but doing it in like a really fun and vibrant way which I think that's what really draws it all in together yeah and Jesse how would you sort of explain the exhibition what does it kind of mean for you to have this opportunity firstly to do it with your daughter secondly but also just to you know you're using language and your culture and putting it on such a beautiful platform yeah oh gosh I've got um, Amanda and Troy to thank for that Amanda Heyman and Troy Casey yeah, because I, I met them up at uh, at the Cairns Festival and they were sort of standing at my school and they obviously knew Tori J. And, uh, and I, I jokingly said we should do a mother and daughter <laughs> exhibition together and um, and she, yeah, here we are. <laughs> yeah, so that's really lovely of um, Amanda yeah, and Troy to um, do this. And um, 
but this this exhibition is is just oh wow it's something you know I've always uh, sort of in the back of my sort of mind I would love to for us to love for us to actually um, yeah, have a an exhibition together just to showcase how we interpret our culture mm-hmm. and um, yeah so that's that's, that's one of the things that I would have. Yeah, Really love to, yeah, and it's here now, so it's, it's lovely. Yeah. That, um, and yeah, the exhibition it's happening, and it's exciting. Yeah. And, yeah. And- no, and the exhibition is obviously launching tomorrow night at Aboriginal Art Co. You said something about how you can show how your culture plays out in different ways. I totally butchered that because I, my mind's going in different directions right now. I always do this. I get so excited listening to people. <laughs> but it brings me back to, I guess, the whole... I guess, beauty of this exhibition, that it's both of your stories in different ways and there's different traditional ways of telling the story, contemporary ways, and obviously your art dances in and out of both of those aesthetics, Tori. Yeah. My mind currently (laughs) is going to your Instagram page where there's just a variety of different applications of your art. You're a muralist, you're Mm. a digital artist, you're an animator in different ways. Mm. Some can be really culturally connected. Some yeah. can be a little less culturally connected. Yeah. How did you choose what to put in this particular exhibition? Mm. I think for the longest time, me as an artist in general and kind of in the industry that I worked for in the longest time was like, I felt very, like my art was very separated. Mm. I had a very mainstream style, but then there was also cultural aspects that would blend into it as well. But I think growing up, I was so heavily influenced through the mainstream, which I don't hate entirely because it got me into the style that I have now. And like, but I think as I've gotten older, I've recognized that like, that these worlds shouldn't be as separate. That I should be able to like mold these two worlds together. Mm. And I think that's kind of, at least the pieces I have in this exhibition, it's very much a homage to both. So yeah. They have a very modern contemporary style, but the concepts behind them are all culturally driven. So there's like a portrait of me and my mom in our island dresses in the backyard Mm. and stuff like, but styling it in a way that's very kind of modern, a little bit of a tip on the hat to like Renaissance looking, like Mm. very royalty looking and that. And I think in some ways it also kind of tips its hat to my dad's side of the family yeah. as well, the English side. So I'm like kind of in the last like couple of years, I've been really playing around with like both sides of this kind of spectrum of my art and trying to find this really nice flow in the middle ground. And I think a lot of the pieces I have in these exhibition shows that mm. quite a bit. And it's quite fun too, because there's even some uh, very old four-year-old Tory. <gasps> Paintings. Do we have a clown with the five fingers? Yes, we do. <gasps> oh, <laughs> wow. Now, Jesse, can I ask, what made you keep this yeah. artwork? Because I know a lot of, I've got nieces and mm-hmm. I get a lot of artworks from them and not all of them <laughs> remain out of the trash. <laughs> what made you think, I think I should keep these artworks? Oh, gosh, I think I'm a hoarder. Uh, <laughs> but I, I just can't. <laughs> I, I just can't. Um, 
yeah, this guard something. You know, me, I love, I've kept drawings of all my children, what they've done, you know. Um, sorry, James, um, other brother, Benton, he's, he's done a few couple of sort of characters and I've kept them. I just love it. Even birthday cards, if they're person, personal sort of uh, messages from great-grandma, grandmas and that, I keep them. And my husband keeps saying, you know, I say, why are you keeping them? Throw them away, but I can't. <laughs> and then hence we've yeah, kept all that drawing from way back. It's just, I was, I was trying to find another drawing where she is actually early primary school, whether grade three or grade three, I think. She drew this bird nest of birds, uh, little baby birds in the bird nest. And, um, but it was a bird's eye view of the mum coming down to feed them because the, cause the chicks, the little, yeah, they were looking wow. up into the sky with mum coming down. And I thought that is a very an impressive sort of concept for a child that age. So I knew she, <laughs> she was an artist. So <laughs> well, yeah, from then, it's just from earlier on, you know, I don't need to worry. If we go somewhere, just give her a book and a pencil and colour and pencil. She'll sit there and draw. <laughs> that is I don't have so, to worry about it. That is so beautiful. Like, else, yeah. My eyes are watering just hearing <laughs> this story because, wow, like that's so special to recognize talent in your child. And also it's a testament to your own talent. I can imagine having an example like yourself um, creating beautiful works. But this to me, like the word that keeps dancing around in my head at the moment is this idea of legacy and how there's this generational storytelling and application of culture and art and creativity. What kind of, like, what does legacy mean to both of you? And like, is that something that when you're creating an exhibition like this comes into mind or is it just a natural kind of progression? I think for me, like it feels quite natural because there was always something that was present in the family like to be creative to like create like do art and that like it was always around us it like grew we grew up with it like it was very much there so I think when it comes to like a legacy like it only seems natural for it to kind of bleed mm. off from that and like for it to be like a generational thing because there are like I'm pretty sure we do have like quite a few artists in the family on mum's side of the family, mm. especially. And like, it just seems like such a natural thing to do. I don't know what you think, mum. Yeah, the same. Yeah, it's just something that's um, there and handed down. And I can see um, yeah, uh, family members who have that uh, yeah, gift, as, gift as well. As, um, yeah, and. I've got a couple of um, uncles who've made their way into national ga galleries and, mm. and it's just, yeah, I've got Uncle Andrew Passy and Uncle Sigar Passy. Mm. That is, I just love their work and how mm. far they've come. And I think that's something that inspires me, uh, yeah, to really, um, yeah, follow follow their footsteps. And, mm. uh, and Tori J is obviously just naturally, yeah, um, yeah, has that um, yeah, set of skills as well, and it's it's part of something that I would like to tell as a story as well. Yeah, story to tell people because not many people know about us for straight Islanders, and mm. and I've got a more sort of uh, a different way of telling my story. If you look at some of the Torres Strait workers, mm. it's a bit different to what I. 
would actually put on canvas and um, yeah, a bit contemporary, but I still like uh, for people to connect to and see that cultural side of things as well. Our story like connects and mm. yeah, how it takes us back home. Yeah. I've used symbols. Uh, I'm not much for symbols, but it's something that I use to to make it more sort of uh, yeah, for our, our people to connect to and sort of see, oh, yeah, yeah, they recognize that. And um, these symbols are, uh, they inspired me from, uh, I've seen um, pictures and even when Tori J and I went, when we were in England, went to Cambridge mm. um, Museum and um, had a look at uh, artifacts there and the, and the symbols and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the decoration on the, on these artifacts are just beautiful and that's what I'd like people to see how we, the Torres Strait Islanders, uh, how we, mm. uh, our symbol represents us. Um, a lot of the symbols connect to family and clan as well. Mm. Yeah. And that's something I, I just want to put out there for people to learn about us, just to get to know about us, Torres Strait Islanders. Yeah, and it is a beautiful way for, you know, Torres Strait Islander people who are living off the islands to kind of go back home, like you said, mentally it takes you home. And and Tori, we did get distracted by me having so much excitement about the <laughs> clown with five fingers. But before that, you said something beautiful <laughs> about this idea of you're more confident to create artworks that are an equal blend of both cultural and, I guess, more mainstream and you did mention, obviously, last time we spoke, you just came back from England seeing your dad and and he said something about in one of the artworks how it is a bit more like prestigious in a way in yeah. this in the the dress and mm-hmm. how we're presenting First Nations people. Obviously that's a really like conscious decision to do that. Mm-hmm. Can you talk us a little bit about why you've chosen to present it in that way? I think it's because, like, growing up and just in general, like, that's kind of how I've always viewed a lot of, like, the people in the family and mum's family, that is that they are these, like, to me personally, like, they were, like, these, like, royalty figures. Like, Mm. I looked up to them so much and they had so much power and respect. I think partially me presenting them that way in some of these paintings and that is me kind of trying to present that in a way that I guess like other people in the modern art world would pick up on that kind of thing. Mm. I think that's kind of, again, like a little tip of the hat to dad's side of the family, but also presenting my mum's side of the family, my mum in like a very royal, powerful way kind of thing Mm. in a way that is spoken through modern art I guess Mm. but yeah I cannot wait to (laughs) see this exhibition honestly like I mentioned and if you are just tuning in we are joined by Tori J Morty and her beautiful mum Jessie Morty and they have an exhibition opening at Aboriginal Art Co on Friday night Mm -hmm. we obviously love Troy and Mandy they do Mm -hmm. so much for both established and emerging artists and I think this is a really beautiful kind of connection from mother to daughter and that's obviously what the exhibition is titled. I want to know, and this might be a hard question and I'm really low-key rooting for the clown with five fingers, but (laughs) do you have a favourite artwork from each other's works in the exhibition? So, Tori, we'll start with you. I think there's 
There's a couple of mums I really like, and I think the ones that she's picked out to exhibit in this exhibition, they're all, not all of them, but some of them have this, like, mother-daughter element already mm-hmm. embedded in it. Like, so you're kind of going for favourite child in yes, this scenario. Yes, yeah. absolutely, yes. Golden <laughs> child always. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's it, there's there's a couple of them she has with, like, dugons and turtles where there's, like, a mother figure and, like, a baby in it. And either either of them I really like. And it's also, like, the colours and the background, the galaxy-type mm. texture to it, which is quite nice. You kind of get lost in it as well. And yeah. In a good way, though. It's like you get to float up in the sky and watch these. Yeah, mesmerising. Like, yeah, watch these creatures just float about in that. So, yeah, definitely when you come, if you see any of them with, like, two, like a mother and daughter-type figure in it, they're the ones I like. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. And, Jesse, how about you? Which one of Tori's is your favourite? Oh, the mother and daughter one. Uh, actually, I all of them. I, I, the the other portrait she's done, um, holding the frangipani. Oh, oh yeah, well, I don't have that one in there, but that's that belongs to the museum yeah, of but, Brisbane. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but here in in the in the exhibition here, definitely the mother and daughter one. She did <laughs> me. I thought I could have held a bunch of flowers, but she made me holding a plate of coconut damper. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> that is very I like. Cooking, like I love cooking. <laughs> oh, that is the so, most motherly coconut thing. Coconut damper is one of the things I like cooking. <laughs> what is it about coconut damper yeah, you so, like cooking? Yeah. Mm. Oh, just it's, it's just people enjoy it. Uh, I know it's it's. Uh, I it just brings you back, take you back home. That's yeah. all. When I, whenever I go somewhere, I don't go empty-handed. I take something that'll remind them of home or connect them to home. <laughs> My so, eyes uh, yeah, are watering again. <laughs> I am just so happy to have both of you on the show. And like I said, the exhibition does open tomorrow night at mm-hmm. Aboriginal Art Co. That's at 89 Grey Street, South Brisbane, for anyone who does want to check it out. We are getting to the end of this episode. I don't know if I've manifested maybe getting you, your brother and your mother on next year, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> who knows? Maybe there's going to be like a generational exhibition or something. <laughs> but before we do leave, Jesse. Can you tell us where we can find your art? I know I've got a little birdie named Tori who did say <laughs> you do have Facebook for your art. Yeah, I've, I've started a Facebook, which I need to build on. Uh, so for now, um, email address. And yep. yeah, check out the Facebook, uh, uh, yeah, Facebook page as well. So it's um, the Z-O-M-E-R-E-D. Style Beautiful. at um, gmail.com. Beautiful. And Tori, how about you? Well, that's my email address. <laughs> <laughs> and I am just, uh, you can just find me on Instagram. You can look up my name, Tori J hyphenated, Morty. Or you can look up my username, which is Tori Jay. Jay. The amount of times I've had to like get my email checked by like appointments and that, and they're like, "Oh, I think we've spelt your email wrong. It doesn't spell Morty." I'm like, "No, it's like, it's Mordyay, but it's okay. <laughs> it's correct. It's <laughs> just bringing yay to the yeah. world. I love that." Um, and just a little fun one before we let both of you go. 
Tori, is there a word, like one word that you would use to describe your mum? <laughs> I think it's funny because the first word that came to I mind. I said one word, Tori, not a whole sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> the only word I can think of, and it's one that I grew up hearing all the time, and it was like my first kind of word that I really spoke within the language and that, which was kazige, which means hurry up. Like, like <laughs> that's all that came to mind. Like, that's the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> it's kazige, hurry up. <laughs> wow. On the go, always on the go. The fastest walker I know. And oh, like, <laughs> wow. With a little um, <laughs> coconut damper. <laughs> and Jesse, what would be one word to describe your beautiful daughter, uh, daughter Tori? Gosh, that's a, she, there's so many words there. <laughs> but she is absolutely, uh, yeah. You can use a few words if you like. I'll give, I'll give you a few more. <laughs> oh, look. She is a rare gem. I just love oh. how she is able to to connect. I mean, her her talent and her skill is just yeah, mind blowing. Really, she underestimates herself a lot, and she's there's a lot of things. Once she puts her mind to it, she is just amazing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think all of our eyes are watering in the room now with that. I love that. Thank you so much. And thank you both so much for joining us. Honestly, I last year when Tori and TJ told me how talented you were, Jesse, I just absolutely had to have you on this show. And it's been so beautiful talking to you all the way from Townsville. Townsville, you're in No, Townsville. she's in Harvey Bay. Harvey Bay, close. <laughs> I've just given you a few extra like trips oh, up north. But <laughs> Harvey Bay, close enough. No, not even close at all. Um, but nonetheless, yeah, I know I'm, it I'm was... beautiful bustle of country. Yeah. I love that. Regardless of where you are, I'm honestly so grateful that you joined us and Toria coming into the studio as well. Like I mentioned, tomorrow night the exhibition does open at Aboriginal Art Co and it'll go for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so pop in 89... 89. <laughs> 89 Gray Street uh, in South Brisbane. Um, but thank you both for joining us. It's been absolutely wonderful. And this has also been another episode of Let's Talk Black Arts. I'm so lucky to be joined by so many incredible creatives. But until next week, stay deadly. Bye. No more whispering in our mind. Let's Talk, Monday to Friday at 9am no on AAA Murray Country, the National Indigenous Radio Service and iHeartRadio. You can catch up on AAA.org.au. Proudly supported by the Community Broadcast Foundation.